I know a lot of people who take this class, a lot of people who have a big fancy camera still feel a little bit out of their depth with it. Modern DSLRs come with so many amazing, mind-boggling features and options. So it can feel a bit overwhelming to figure out where to start. A lot of people buy one and then feel like they're not using it properly and not doing it justice. There are so many awesome resources out there to help you. There's the manuals in the box, but there's also some great independent guidebooks. There's so many YouTube tutorials, but... I don't know if they're always particularly helpful if you just want to get started and just start taking photos you want right now. So in this lesson, I'm going to share some of the ways that I think you can go about doing just that for beginning to find your way around the camera and feeling like you're doing more than just using auto all the time and have a little bit of freedom to play. So the first tip is to make use of the live view mode. I often think, I don't know if this is controversial, but I do think you can probably get better compositions for Instagram if you're shooting using the LED screen on the back of your camera instead of more traditionally using the viewfinder up to your eye. It's a really brilliant tool for any beginner photographers because most cameras now will show you a live preview of the settings that you've got currently selected. And so it tells you what kind of photo you're going to produce ahead of time. I think that's a really great way, especially if you're a visual learner, to get to grips with the settings because you can keep playing around with your values and seeing exactly what difference it makes right there live on the screen. But if you're not sure where to start with those values, then the first thing I would do is shoot in auto mode first. Shooting in auto mode gives you a really good baseline. You can see exactly what the camera thinks is the best settings to choose for the scene. And then you can turn to your camera manual if you need to, but then you can look at the values that the auto mode is choosing for the aperture, for the shutter speed, for the ISO, and go and input the same values yourself into the manual mode. So then you take the picture again, it looks identical to the one the auto mode selected, but then you get the chance to get creative. So you can nudge the aperture value a little bit higher, you could go a little bit lower, and you can see what difference it makes to the photographs you're taking. And then you can set that back to whatever auto set it as and play around with the shutter speed instead and start to see the difference that these things make in real time to your pictures. If manual mode still feels like a leap too far, you might prefer shooting in AV or aperture priority mode. It gives you a really nice middle ground. So put really simply, it prioritizes your choice of aperture and then it works out what shutter speed and what the ISO will need to be automatically to accommodate that. Aperture controls the amount of light being let into your camera and it also creates the depth of field in your images, that beautiful blurry background that a lot of people want to create. It's often the best element to play around with if you're trying to create a different mood for your shots. So choosing to work in AV mode gives you the chance to really hone your skills with aperture without having to worry about anything else. Remember that you don't have to learn all the numbers. A lot of people get really hung up on feeling like they need to memorize the different values and know immediately on site when they see a scene what f-stop or ISO they need to be setting themselves to. And I know there are a lot of photographers who work that way and are brilliant at it, but I also know firsthand an awful lot of people who have no idea what they're shooting at at any given time. It is completely fine and completely legitimate to learn to use your camera on feel alone and know how to manipulate it to do what you want it to do in whatever way best suits you. It's not cheating. It doesn't make you any less of a photographer. Remember, this is your creative practice, so you need to find a way that makes it work for you. In fact, for this reason, I will say there is nothing wrong with shooting in auto if it meets all of your needs. 
I would say always experiment, always get to grips with the fuller breadth of your camera's capabilities. But if you do that and it's not bringing you any advantages, then it's completely fine to just stick to using auto if that works better for you. If it makes you feel better, more prepared, you can print out a crib sheet to keep in your camera bag. I've shared one from SLR Lounge in the show notes. It's really great. Just gives you a rough breakdown of the numbers and when and how to apply them. You could also just save that to your phone. My final piece of advice is to try sticking with just one prime lens. When I got my very first DSLR back in the day, I could only afford to buy one extra lens. So I got the Canon 50mm um, 1.8 portrait lens. It is beautiful. I highly recommend it. Still probably one of my favorite lenses. And honestly, I didn't mind that I only had that one because I loved it so much. I still love it so much. And I took every photo for two or three years using just that lens, never putting the kit one back on. The advantage you get when you choose a prime non-zoom lens and use it consistently like this is it gives you a chance to really get to know your camera. You learn to understand distances and perspective because you have to get up and physically move yourself around in relation to your subject. Obviously, having a wide selection of lenses is really nice and it gives us a lot of flexibility in what we can create. But if you're still finding your feet, I think it's really helpful to limit the number of variables that you've got to play with and master exactly what you have in your hands. I will also say there is some awesome one-to-one coaching out there. There's some photography classes. My friends, the Melias teach one, which I can highly recommend. And also lots of independent photography stores will now offer training sessions for free. They do weekend photo walks and you can even get virtual coaching from people online. Most of all, just don't be afraid to try it out. If you've invested in a camera and you feel intimidated by it, The only way through that is to just pick it up and have a go. If you have any questions specific to your camera, you can, of course, come and ask them in the community. But I would also highly recommend just giving it a Google. There is no question relating to your camera that someone's not asked before. I pretty much guarantee it. And there are always answers to be found online.